Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for my favourite podcast of all, the Promoter Mouths Podcast. Yes! We advise that everyone should listen to this podcast as it is my absolute favourite. Thank you so much. And it's that time again. Here we are for episode number 41 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Hello, Pablo. Hello, Kai. 41 times I've rang on your doorbell, and tonight is the, the first time it's not worked. Well, that's right. It needs a new battery. Mm. We don't normally have visitors. Are you going to pay for that battery, Pablo? Have I worn out your door, doorbell? You have. You've worn out my bell. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Somebody else can uh, uh, take the rap for uh, fingering your bell too hard. <laughs> That's right. Yep, yep. C- can I just tell the listeners that there's a sign on your door that says, <laughs> always makes me chuckle, it says, uh, if you hear an alarm, and in brackets, the house isn't burning down. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> then... then uh, was it phone the police? No, phone my number. Oh, phone this number, right, yeah. yeah, for deliveries. We had a bit of trouble with the alarm going off when we weren't here, and the neighbour, it was driving the neighbours nuts. Sh- showing off, aren't you, with an alarm? I am showing off with an alarm, although it keeps going off. There was a deaf woman who used to, who used to live near, and her, her alarm used to go off, and she'd just carry on. I went round and knocked on her door, and she, like, scowled at me, and I said, look, your alarm's going off. And she, like, gave me this horrible look. Anyway... Yeah, I mean, it's good to have it, I guess. Yeah, to tell people that you might have stuff worth nicking. Somebody who lived here before, he worked for the alarm company, so everything's alarmed. The garage, the back doors, uh, the windows, right. everything's got alarms. But then you inherit that, and you're inheriting quite an expensive system, which is a bit out of date. And I guess, you know, upgrading it would cost a fortune. <laughs> That's enough of my woes, Pablo. <laughs> I'm alarmed by the cost of it. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at me like, this is shit. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. You, you, as long as we're clear that you started it. <laughs> uh, t- how's, your, how's your fat fighters going, Pablo? You're looking even better this week. Oh, it's thank starting you. to kick in, isn't it? You know what? I smashed it yesterday. In between the two visits, I lost seven and a half pounds. Wow. But that's only because um, I went for a run before I got weighed. I don't normally do that. So I did a big old run. And I thought, I'm going to go to the late one, get weighed later, go for a run earlier. Cause I want to get below the uh, stone. Yeah. And I did it, and I was below the stone by four pounds. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I've, as I keep mentioning, I've lost a little bit as well. And do you know what? how I've noticed? What I've noticed? Yeah. I'm standing up having a wee. What, did you sit down I, anyway? Yeah, I used to just take the weight off my feet. But now, I just, I've gone back to that. That's, a, that's really good. I've noticed it. Mm. Standing up again. Instead of like, oh, I'll sit down, get on my phone and do it. Depends what time of day it is for me. Yeah. If it's night time, I'll just sit down. Yeah, right. But, but I try and pretend that I'm still asleep. It's very sad, isn't it? That you're just like, oh, I've got, got you know, 30 seconds, I'll have a sit down. I'm not even sitting down for the sitting down bit. Do you know, do sitting you, down for the standing up bit. If we started this pod 20 years ago, mm. and where we are, you think we could have been, we could have predicted that we would be talking about sitting down to pee? No, definitely not. Yeah. What would we have been sitting? No, what could no, we, we might have been. Not 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you don't imagine that you'd be sitting down to pee? No. And no, but I, I think it was because I was putting on a bit of weight and it was just kind of like that thing. It's easier, isn't it's it? It's good. I feel, I feel alive, Pablo. There's a gentleman of a certain age, or moving into the time of life that we currently are, listening to this and going, yeah, I sit down to pee sometimes, but I don't like to admit it. Okay, that's it. So we're talking to you. Do you think that's... Sitting down to pee. Yeah, but that's something that ladies do mostly, isn't it? Do you reckon we are transitioning? No. Could be. 
No, I don't think that's the same. It's first step. First, must be the first step. Sit down, wee, and then you're like, oh, that's I feel like a wee. woman. Nah, it's just when you get a bit more um, leisurely in your outlook, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. No, there's, there's no transitioning. Um, you might, you know, you, you, you might be a little bit more flaccid around the uh, pecs area. Around the pecs? Yeah. What? Pectorials? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you might, you know, I don't know. Do you get estrogen as you get older as a bloke? I don't know. That might be a thing. Good chat, Pablo, again. <laughs> we, we've done it again. We've absolutely kept the listener riveted for the intro of our podcast. This is what they come for. It's like, what the f- what's going to come out of their mouths next time? Let's tell them what's coming up, for fuck's sake. Sure, well, I think we're going to have a week roundup. Praise be. Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. Parking like a twat in London and Chedgrave. Seagull news. Opinion whores. Hellfire and damnation. Contrition. Yes. That's... Um, I've put a contrition. I've put an apology on for you, Pablo. We'll get to that later. Don't yeah, know if you've seen it. I have seen it, I think yeah. you've got to agree. We'll, we'll wait for that. It's right at the end. Let's have a look when, when we get there. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to happen. So, uh, what have you been up to this week? Well, um, went out to a ball on Saturday. Good f- few things happened at this ball. It was uh, the Lord Kitchener's. Um, they had a ball, Lord Kitchener's Memorial Centre, the uh, home slash charity slash B&B for ex-servicemen. Uh, great cause. They had a charity ball. We went along to that. Got wrong glassed about five times. Yeah, you sent me a picture of that. Yeah. You had lager in a cider glass. Not just lager. They had that expensive Italian lager. And they were give, yeah, 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 and yeah, and you get it because you want the whole package, don't you? You want the man's face on the glass, staring back at you as you take a sip. I went up one time and I said, "Have you got any Moretti glasses?" And she went, "Oh no, sorry." I said, oh, "I'll have a pint of Bexton," like that, thinking right. she might get a message. I got a Bexton in the right glass. Okay, but then I wanted a Moretti. Was on the Moretti. Mm. But anyway, one thing that came to light. Do you do you remember in a previous episode? Um, we were talking about lookalikes, and the chap Davil, who was Keir Starmer, ended up on telly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, his picture was actually showed on Lorraine as a Keir Starmer lookalike. Has he got an agent yet? Well, here's the thing, like, we thought it, it was just a bit of a laugh. He's been trying to track down the agent that was on the telly. He's been trying, he's seen a pound <laughs> note. Oh. Yes, yeah, so he's going for it. He's trying to try get a get a, an actual career out of it. Have you put a picture of him up yet on the page that so we can all see the I, glory? I, I, we we, oh, we didn't do that. We're terrible with this page, aren't we? We need to employ yeah. somebody to do it for us. Although I've been pretty good. I've put some nice stuff on there. Yeah. We had a magazine cover, didn't we? Oh, that was brilliant, by the way. <laughs> if you've not seen it, go look on the uh, Promoter Mouse page. Baths with legs. Yeah, because after episode, last uh, yeah, and it is baths with legs, uh, John Man, if you're listening. Not uh, baths with feet. Feet. I know what I've seen. I know what I've seen. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's a brilliant uh, mock-up that you did. <laughs> it's like GQ magazine, but it's called PMT, yeah, the Promoter Mouths Today. With a... Uh, Kai and myself high-fiving each other in the bath. Which I must admit, I felt a little bit uncomfortable looking at. Yeah, I did make the picture <laughs> up and I thought, oh, that's a little bit too arousing, really. Well, arousing it wasn't, but... Um, Look at it for long enough, Pablo, it, and you'll, it, you'll change your mind. It implied an, an, an intimacy that isn't actually quite there. Do you know what? The heads on the... Because I superimposed heads on the top. Yeah. Well, not superimposed. I just planted a couple of heads on the top. And at one point, they were kind of normal-sized heads. Yeah. And that looked really wrong. It looked actually too real. So, oh, I, right. so I expanded them to be bobble heads, <laughs> just to show everyone we're not really in the bath. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a good thing you did. Let's, uh, let's mention, after the last pod, we went straight from here to Simon's birthday at the White Horse. Yes. Simon Peck's 50th. Oh, that was a night, wasn't it? I turned up a bit late. Not quite as bad as the last time when I turned up and everyone was drunk. Yeah. And I felt like a spare part, really not digging it. I edited a bit of the pod and then I turned up. It was not a bad old night, was it? It was a really good night. Really good night. And I have to say, I have to say, it's hands down the best pub in Chedgrave. Now, Pablo, you know... As much as I do, it's the only pub in Chedgrave. And that's why you say it with such vigour. 
Well, you know, I was cornered by Simon because um, on a previous pod, it's a throwaway remark, not even thinking about it, and he, he, he cornered me and said, I can't believe that you said the Swan was your favourite pub and you're there drinking lager and you're always moaning that the ales are, are, are always on. There's four ales on, you're drinking lager. And then he took to calling me two pints Pablo and then mimicking me with a actually quite a really good Mancaxon, <laughs> well, which was weird coming from him. Like, yeah, so I have to agree with him, Pablo. You went from here saying, oh, they've never got the ale on when I need it, right? And yeah. he had four good ales on. Yeah. You, you're there with the San Miguel. I think that's absolutely bang out of order. <sighs> I like to switch it around. Well, you switch it around, and but then you you say he hasn't got them on. I'm I'm on Simon's side on this one. Do, do you know what it was? It was Friday night. Yeah, been at work all week. Really fancied a drink. Took me a little while to get served because it was such a good night. There was that many people at the bar. Took me a while to get served, and I thought, you know what, I'll, um, I'll, I'll get a premium lager. That, okay. that, that hit the spot. You'll go for the five percenters or whatever it is. Yeah, I thought I'll have a couple of five percenters to get go keep you know get me uh, get th- me in the mood. I think he had four ales on because he knew you were coming. He didn't want to upset you. I'm sure he'll you know he'll sell it. He'll make a profit on those ales. Yes, but not out of you. You know, well, you know. He, if they're all on, he's, he's, he's keeping everybody serviced and, you know, and if I've put a little bit of pressure on, then uh, that's fine. Well, he doesn't need pressure. No, he's, he doesn't, He's under actually. a lot. <laughs> he doesn't. I felt a bit bad for him, to be fair. <laughs> yes, and yeah. some, of the te- some of the messages I had, which always had a little smiley face at the end, like, ha, 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 really, you could see he's hurting inside. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And so I thought, it's time to have it out with you, Pablo. You can't do that to a man. You know, yeah. All right. Well, I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> when well, anyway. we get to the contrition at the end, just what? have a little think about that as we go on. I've put not teaching. Yes, that's my week. Not been teaching. I know it's only Wednesday. Not really been teaching again. I've had I've had a lesson or so, but mm. again, it's one of those weeks. I don't know what's wrong with the kids this term. Have you been getting paid for not teaching? Yes, I have. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. I have been yeah. getting paid for not teaching, and I I get to do comedy stuff. Do you know what? I felt an urge to high-five you when you said you hadn't then. Then I thought, I'm not doing that. I instantly thought about that picture well, that I was picture. in the bath. <laughs> in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least it, it was one of the baths, though, that has the plug in the middle at the side. So none of us were sitting on the plug hole. And that's an uncomfortable place to be. Yeah, That would have caused arguments between us, Pablo. I, again, this is not a level of detail I'd like to give... Thoughts are... <laughs> I've given it a lot of thought as yeah. I was uh, doctoring the picture. Oh, no. So that's been my week. Not really teaching much. Had a few meetings today about comedy, though. Ooh. Sorting bits and pieces out. I've got a bit of a dilemma. What's that? Well, somebody would like to sponsor Shaft of Wit Comedy. Oh, yeah? Yes, and it's a barber shop. Yeah, well... Great, we, we right? We talk about barbers a lot. We do. However... The barbershop in question's just moved into town, mm-hmm. and as we know, there is a barbershop above the venue where I do my comedy. So there's a slight, not even a slight, clash of interests there, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Well, there is. That's what yeah. I've been having meetings about. Right. Yeah. I don't know what to do, Pablo. So, um, what would you do in that situation? I would make make sure that you maintain the relationship which is valuable to you. Yes. Yeah, I'll do that. But I can see from the look <laughs> in your eyes, you're thinking... Yeah, I'm thinking, well, a couple bit, of hundred quid a month. <laughs> bit, bit of bonds there. Yeah. I would, I'd like to find an alternative sponsor, if I'm honest, like mm. soon, so that I didn't have to go down that road. But I've been trying for so long to get one that when one comes along, it's typical that it's one which is probably counter... Productive. Yeah, I can see how it would be a, a light fit, a new business. Yeah, and then I had a chat with the Baron Bells in Beckles just mm. to iron a few things out. That was quite nice, very pleasant. They're, yeah. they're, they're a decent gaff up there. The conversation was one where there was no full commitment to some of the things. You know, it was kind of like, yeah, that's a that's a possibility. Kind of when when you talk about how we could move forward. You know what that means? That's a possibility. It means no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I say that. Yeah. I do think the comedy's 
a good thing to have in a in a pub on a Thursday, oh, Br- bringing in 50, 60 people. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a massive revenue booster for that day. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it gets them close to their target. Whereas, what else would bring in 50, 60 people or more on a on a Thursday? Pub quiz, bingo, karaoke, drag acts. They're very popular. I'd rather you didn't give me a list of things that would bring 50 or 60 people into a pub on a Thursday, Pablo. I'd rather you said, no, you're right, actually. You're right. <laughs> Thanks, You're man. absolutely right. No, to be fair, um, comedy is really conducive to drinking beer. It yeah. really is. There's a reason why Foster's, uh, they support all the comedy on the telly and that, don't yeah. they? At least if you do. Well, if you do the rough sums, you know, let's say you've got 50 people in there and 40 of them are having a good old drink. Yeah. You know, they're all going to spend 15, 20 quid or more yeah, yeah. Uh, each. Yeah. And that's actually what we're talking when we say revenue boosting. That's why it's good. And a lot of them turn up for the comedy and make a night of it and have a meal. They do. And that's what we want to kind of get more people doing because that'll yeah. push it push it even further. And that's when I think the things that we discussed will come into play. But yeah, there you go. You've put growing trans community in the armed forces. Can we just flip back to this uh, kitchen is ball thing? Another thing that happened. Yeah. Um, there, there was a, a disproportionate amount of ladies who were previously men. Or, let me put it this way, men dressed as ladies who were obviously men, but probably identified as ladies. Weren't they just women with... Deep voices and I beards. I, I didn't ask. They they, they, uh, they look like blokes with makeup on and nice hair and dresses. Right? <laughs> but are you the, the, sure they were? Are you sure they were trans? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was a funny thing, right? Um, one of our friends, uh, uh, patron size Mrs. Lisa, went over, had a few sherbets, and at the end of the night, struck up a conversation, going, "Oh, you look lovely. I love your dress and all the rest of it." And then another mate of ours, Danny, just went over and oh, pleased to meet you, mate. <laughs> and we were sort of creased over. He said, you don't call a mate, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Madam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pleased to meet you, mate, in his most blokey voice, which was very funny. But it's a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, it's like, and then on the, um, uh, so that was there. There was, a, you know, a good four in, in a room full of people having a bowl, and separate as well. So what, crikey! There's a lot, a lot of this going down. I saw you there with your with your tuxedo on, your yeah. little bow tie. Yeah, I'm a sexy man, aren't I? Well, you looked a bit like James Bond. Yeah, like a chubby James Bond. Was your tuxedo from a previous weight, or is that one you've been wearing for a while? <laughs> it was a bow. Actually, it's a patron size. So thank you, Patreon size. You're fitting Patreon size clothes. Patreon size lost a lot of weight. Oh, he's lost an awful lot of weight. So I've got. I mean, yeah, but but this, yeah, it's still a bit tight on me. To be fair, well, he wears it well. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, well, yeah Patreon yeah. size. I didn't know that fact about him. Yeah, well done, Patreon size. Yeah, uh, got any suits I can borrow? Um, we should probably get into the one I just wore. Actually, it was a bit tight around my. Uh, Moobs. <laughs> here's, here's another thing that happened as well. Do you know what I told you about the, the Kitcheners? And the, um, well, I don't know if I told the listeners or anybody else, actually. They want us back because we did a did a comedy gig there. And the first time I did it, I did it for uh, charity. And um, and I sort of said at the time, do the first one for charity, it's fine. But if it turns into one, I don't really, you know, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like, like to get paid. Thanks very much because yeah. it's a lot of hassle. But I was doing this, doing the maths on it. It's not going to make me rich. We're probably only going to do about four years. And I was thinking, oh, well, what do we do? I had a proposal draft, and I was stood at the bar, and there was a guy there, and he was a uh, he, he he saw me, and he recognised me from doing a comedy when we did the you know the first night. And in the same conversation, he told me what a brilliant night he had. Now he went home with his sides hurting from laughing. He absolutely enjoyed it. In the same conversation, he told me he had PTSD and he previously tried to bloody kill himself three times. Oh, and which is pretty grim. He's telling me this at the bars. I'm sort of like getting wrong glassed. Right. And uh, yeah, and I just thought to myself, for the sake of a few hundred quid, I could probably run that gig. They'll make a bit more money and probably be able to help because he's he's exactly the kind of guy that that place is there for. Yeah, yeah. So I thought let's just let's just put on a, put it on for charity. 
Good you know idea. what I mean? And it spread a bit of love, and it, it, things tend to sort of come back posit- in positive ways, don't they? They do. They you know do, what I mean? and things so, like that. You don't know what will come from it, but also, yeah, like you say, spreading a bit of light amongst people that maybe, you know, that might be the only time they get to have a proper laugh or, or whatever and forget their worries. You yeah, know? exactly. And that's what comedy's about, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so far, I'll just, just do that. Wow. Oh. Praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. Praise. That'll do. I'll cut the end of that off. Uh, I've put wonderful Wingfieldians. I'd like to thank. Uh, well, I'm guessing from that is your audience. In Wingfield? Well, yes. There was a, a few months have gone by uh, that the audience hasn't really been turning out as they used to. It's a very small place, Wingfield. And I had a feeling that maybe it, it'd run its course because I suppose you build a community, but if lots of people have tried it, and it might not be for them, uh, in that small area, then you, you're reducing the number of people that come. However, I bring all these great comedians normally... All these pro comedians I had Arthur Smith there. Got a dirty dozen with twelve open spots and kind of just above that level. Sold out with two oh. weeks to go. Well, it has been sold out for a, for a few days now. Seventy people in there, biggest audience we've ever had. Wow! So they still love it, and it's, it's looking, not happened yet, has it? It hasn't happened yet. Still a week to go. Wow! Well sold out. Really, really pleased. So thank you to the wonderful Wingfieldians for coming back to the uh, comedy again. You've put Jeff Norcott's book. Yeah, I've been listening to um, Jeff Norcott's latest book. And it's it's definitely worthy of uh, mentioning. It's uh, it's called British Bloke Decoded, and uh, you know he, he probably would be a good guest to have in this pod because he talks about blokey things, British blokey things, and he does it in a quite a refreshing way, which I've not actually heard somebody sort of put into a book before as. A British bloke of a similar age, similar background. Yeah, a lot of it sort of resonated. So I kind of thought it's worth mentioning as well because a lot of our listeners, um, and if we take the sample from our Patreons alone, they're about our age, a lot of them, some of them blokes. We've got nice ladies listening in as well. And I would just recommend that book. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to book him sometime? I'd like to. I'd like to. He's touring. So I think he'll probably do better in his tour than what money I could give him for the amount of people that he could get in for me, if you see what I mean. Very nice. Well, not very nice. That's not the right response. Oh, sorry. What What was the right <laughs> response? Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> did I stop listening at the end of your sentence? You did. Oh, okay. And it was quite obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you why i tell you why I stopped I, I sort of switched off at the end It's because the next thing here Is a call for patrons uh, Gary Schilling, the ferryman Yes Now, he was at Simon's birthday Yeah Party And I got chatting to him And the first thing he said was Oh, I don't have love the Promoter Mouse podcast oh. And it makes me chuckle Some of the stuff you guys say oh. Right Oh, it really does. I, and I said, oh, have you listened to them all? I listened to them all, right? Oh. And so in my next breath, I said, well, Gary, what about becoming a patron, right? And he went, oh, no, 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 get away, get away. And I said, no, you can do it. I've got my phone here. I take credit cards. So I was just pulling his leg, right? And then he ran away and yeah. started doing the Vs to me. And I thought, well, if he's not going to do it, who is? <laughs> Um, Love him. He's he's going to listen to this. Some some people just don't do it. You yeah. know, I listen to a lot of pods where they spend every other word asking for patreons. I, I won't do it. The fact this is free yeah. is, is well, a blessing. I will tell you a lot of the time why I don't do it when they're asking for patreons. Mostly it's comedians and it's people I book anyway. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, if um, anything, bookers should get free patron. Yeah. Access, shouldn't they? Absolutely. Let's start a movement. Yeah, give us free Patreons. Yeah. Well, we're going to get comedians now asking for free Patreons for our, our well, you well, know. For coming to do, okay. What about knock 40 quid off their, yeah, knock 40 quid off of their fee and give it to them for a year? That's yeah. That works. 
Yeah, but let's see how that works. They'll just inflate the fee by they'll forty. They'll just say yeah. f off, won't they? Yeah, I'm not listening <laughs> to that shit. So, Gary Schilling, if you are listening, I was only pulling your leg, but um, do the right thing. No. Yeah, and uh, um, I enjoy your new uh, beard that makes you look a bit like Satan. Well, I said, wow, that's um, that's a good look. I said he looks like Michael Evis with his beard, the Glastonbury guru, the man who runs Glastonbury Festival. And he turned around and said, oh, no, no, Rolf Harris. That's what he said. That's the look he's going for. <laughs> That was it. that was what he said. Like that um, uh, KUNT in the gang song about Michael Evis and his micro penis. You heard that? <laughs> no, I haven't. That's a good track. I, I recommend listeners look that out. That's a KUNT in the gang. I'm not going to say it out loud. It's one word that we sort of grates on the pod. KUNT. Well, you said it last week. Last week, you did. Yeah, you did. You said the C bomb. Did I really? Yeah. Did you edit it out? No. I did for a bit. I put a beep over it, and then I took the beep out, and then I left it out. Oh, who was the caller to see you and see then? Uh, the person who does the interviews for The Apprentice with the CV. You said, no, um, an interview's a two-way thing. Oh, right. I get to know about you, you get to know about me, and at the moment, all I'm thinking of you is you're a bit of a... Uh, oh, see yeah. you next Tuesday. Beep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I do apologise for that. Sorry, listeners, and the ones that used to listen with children nearby don't anymore because of that. <laughs> well, we have put it down as an explicit now. Oh, right. It does come under that. It's got the little E next to it, just in case. Do you think the nice lady from the parish council still listens? Because she didn't like our swearing. She, she does, because, she does. yeah, because we were talking about female comedians, and she said, oh, I've, I've, I met one or I saw one the other day, and you should book her. Well, so she does listen. We've got a bit about com- uh, female comedians in a bit. So, oh, uh, we're going with that, are we? Yeah, okay. let's, let's do it. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths. £4 a month, you get extra content. Well, we say that. We haven't done much extra content lately. Damn, we've got to sort it out. Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah, but <laughs> we've, really got, we've got to give more content, Kai. <laughs> we do. Hi. <laughs> Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... We're quite slick with this this uh, this week, Pablo. All the buttons are going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've put liquid comedy. What's all this about? Well, there's a a comedy company. Yeah. In the area, I think you might have brought it to my attention. I'm not sure. I was looking at company's house because uh, registered WCB comedy on the. Uh, on the company's house as a limited company, which feels like progress. I'm, a, I'm now an actual director well, of uh, my own company. Um, I, I realise a lot of people have done that a long time ago. Basically, you, you, you only need to own a bouncy castle to be a director of your own company, right? It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's like, oh, Being right. a limited. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. But, but here's the thing. Looking up, I had to describe um, what I... What I did. The what, category of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we went looking for uh, other outfits that do a similar thing. And we, are we going to call them out? Are we going to say it? Well, no, it's a local, quite a prominent, well-known uh, company that have been running gigs and They, they operate festivals. in this part of the world, don't yeah. they? Uh, I, I think they operate nationally, but they, they, they've got a hand in this part of the world. But they I, are in liquidation, have been for some time, yeah. seems, since about May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, can't, I couldn't immediately see straight away them trading as something else and whatever, but, you know, it, it looks like they're, uh, yeah. It's an unusual one, isn't it? Because yeah. they're still running gigs for a couple of months. They've got well, nothing beyond sort of December. Yeah, well, their name is on gigs, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be a shame to see them gone, but uh, that, there you go. I guess it's uh, it's tough times, uh, if that's what's happening, unless they do rebrand themselves, and that's maybe a way of just cancelling out debts and things from the past. Yeah. But I don't think you can come back under the same name, can you? No, well, you, you can create a Phoenix company after you've uh, spunked your bloody loan that you got through COVID. Like, like a that, that, that phoenix from the flames. Exactly. That's what a lot of people are doing. So I don't know oh, if that's... Are what, they? Well, that's what a lot of people have done. What, the bounce-back loans? Yeah. You get a bounce-back loan, buy yourself a nice motor with it, and then when things aren't going so, so well, you are suddenly sort of set fire to the company. No, you can't buy yourself a nice motor with it. You, well, I tell you what, you car have... sales 
at that point of that bounce back lot because it, well, it was 50 grand on it. So yeah. a, a lot of new car sales, the car sales went through the roof. I know this from a, a lot of... A so people bought it under the company names, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then, so, then you so had people a did, year. didn't really, not, not, they, they, you, you know, you're buying a car on, uh, uh, is it ta- more or less tax-free, isn't it, these bounce back loans? Well, it, it yeah, it's like rates. 2%, and you had a year of uh, grace, and then you had five years to pay it back. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying what, that that's what this company did. Um, I'm saying that the account that I was dealing with was speculating that that happens yes, quite a lot because the for, the, un- for the amount of money that we saw in the... Uh, yeah, it was accounts. like 30 grand or something yeah. left over. Yeah, yeah. Wow, interesting. Anyway, all the best to them. Um, interested to see how that one pans out. You've put Walliams Sues. I saw that. Yes. Mm. So there's a chortle piece here. Apparently, David Walliams, whilst on Britain's Got Talent, uh, was uh, slagging off some of the acts, went in the bits off mic. Um, he called called somebody a see you next yes, Tuesday. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Called some uh, somebody a boring person that you might meet at a date and want to get away from or something like that. Mm. But, but it put me in mind though. Do, do, you know, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? Older. Uh, we might. Have, and I'm saying this. I think we might have spoken about it before. The old Britain's Got Talent thing and the X Factor and all of that changed a lot because we. I remember about sort of 15 years ago or thereabouts. Used to play nutter or not nutter with the kids, and when the people turned up, with uh, have a real laugh, to try to work out, you know, how uh, mentally ill they were. Now, now when I think about that, now I thought, oh, that's, a, it wasn't very kind, and b, like, you wouldn't do that nowadays, would you? You feel a bit well, bad. Is this on Britain's Got Talent? Yeah, you know, when a guy turns up, and he's he's clearly deluded, and he starts buddy, you know singing out a tune or doing yeah. something a bit mad. But I bet you would have, when Susan Boyle turned up, I bet you would have gone nutter. And then look what happened there. Well, that's turned exactly it. An international superstar. That's exactly it. Because she turns up and you go, oh, no, this yeah. is a fruitcake, isn't it? You know, when you tick the box that says nutter, everybody's going nutter. We used to have a whiteboard. <laughs> we used to have a whiteboard. We used to play with the kids. And we used to tick nutter on, on N for nutter and... Uh, uh, Oh no, it'd be N for not nutter. So it was a cross and a tick for nutter, not nutter. And uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, she, she she would have come on and would have but all gone. Yeah, nutcase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you never know, do you? And so he's suing them. Yeah. But even the comments were like three years ago. So it goes to show. I think if you want somebody out of a job, yeah, they've got all of that. There must that be a happens. producer somewhere. Who's got a little bank of, well, when we need it, when we've had enough of this person, we're going to pull out this card. Wow. And then he's got roasted because they were recording his private conversations. Yeah, you, timings have got to be a bit suspicious. And uh, when uh, when the rumours were abound about who the comedian was going to be that was going to be um, outed, because it was a while, wasn't it? Yeah. Old David Williams' name was uh, being floated around quite heavily. It was, and there was somebody else's name was floated about. I didn't realise that uh, Noel Fielding of Bake Off fame used to be in a relationship with Pixie Geldof when she was 16 and he was 33. Is that a thing? Well, he said they were just friends, but they were hanging out a lot together. Wow. And his name came up as being, oh, his name's going to be in it. Um, yeah, so that was why his name came up. It's funny the names that come up. Um, I kept seeing uh, um, Del Boy, old, uh, what's his name? David Jason. Yeah, that kept coming up. And that keeps good. People want that to be true, if don't they? If you scratch I, the surface, you discover some information, don't you, on the internet? Yeah, I don't know what it is about him. I mean, he, he's a doddly old man now, isn't he? I National mean, treasure. You can't do that. Yeah. It's Del Boy. Sometimes they don't. Strike he was wrong, and dear. Then afterwards, you go, Oh, it's bleeding obvious. Mm. You know, well, that's always the way, isn't it? Yeah, I tell you what, I've been watching uh, old Russell Brand on the uh, old internet, like he keeps popping up on my timeline this, this week. Still active, isn't he? Still very active, going doubling down, really going for it, banging on about the uh, legacy media is doing this and the legacy media doing that. And I had a look at the comments and I thought, you know, normally when somebody something like that's happened, you look at, you read the comments and you think, it's going to be at least a few people going, ah, you're a big sex pest. Or, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. 
Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I reckon he sat there on his phone, just delete, Filtering delete, delete, them delete, out. delete, delete. Yeah, it must be because I saw another post about it on Facebook, which he didn't have uh, access to for deleting mm. the comments. And that was probably half and half. Half, uh, oh, yes, you tell them, Russell. Yeah, they're trying to take you down and don't let them take you down and all the rest of it. And everybody else going, oh, yeah, you're definitely a sex pest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think they demonetized his channel. He's moved across to a channel, uh, an independent channel called Rumble. Yeah. And I, I thought, oh, let's go and see what that's all about. And you get on it. 60 quid it costs to sign up to it for the year. Nah, that. And there's a lot of people signing up to it, I guess. But that's where he's getting his money from now. 60 quid just yeah. to get through the pay gate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's where he's gone. He's hiding behind a paywall. Yeah. Yeah. And when he did come out, the first things he was doing, he wasn't apologizing. Well, not maybe that he thinks he's got anything to apologize for, but he didn't mention anything about dispatches or anything about the case uh, that's against him. He was more interested in getting people to sign up to his Rumble account. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's business as usual for him. Yeah. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave in brackets. The local bit. Ah. bit. Bit of seagull news here. The Gull, ah. famous for Christmas buffets. Yes. It is sold. Don't know who's bought it. I mean, I, I did have a note to watch because you could have watched the auction online. But I don't suppose you'd know. You'll just say to the fellow over there because I have watched property auctions on the old internet. Well, on the property auction kind of spiel and the blurb it was talking about what a successful business it was and how it had a great catchment and uh, built up a really good custom base and the old landlord was on there going oh it failed we couldn't hand you know we couldn't make ends meet and since the pandemic and so on uh, we've had to shut down overheads blah 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 Uh, so yeah there's a bit of a conflict there but somebody's bought it it's quite a big lump yeah, yeah. I think Sunday was their last uh, last carvery. Did you not go down there just for one last slice no. of no, we, dry beef? We drove past a load of cars there. For the listeners, this is a pub on, off the A146 just outside Norwich that once gave me an appalling, uh, and Mrs. Pablo, an appalling Christmas lunch. And we slagged it off on the uh, on the pod. But you didn't get your uh, Fred Sheeran review up, though, did you? you, you yeah, I, I gave, them that a, taken down. gave him a downing review and a guy got he took down. The the guy there, I mean, I've got, I've got mixed feelings about it. I'm not taking any pleasure in the fact that they've gone on no, because no, anybody who tries to make something work, you know, um, hats off to them. But he had a funny attitude. You put down any kind of review or any kind of criticism, you take it really personally. So it, it, rather than sort of saying, oh, well, thanks for your comments, we'll make sure we'll get that right next time. Yeah. It, it, was, it was all defensive. defensive yeah. And he had a weird view. We had, he had, little things like this always... Raise a red red flag to me. His name was Steve, and he'd abbreviate his name to Stuv. He'd just take the E out. Stuv. Yeah. What's the fucking point of that? And, and I know it sounds really petty, and I think... What, people th- changing their name? Well, Pablo. if his name's Steve... Pablo. <laughs> yeah, well, I've put a little bit of a firewall between me and my day job by being called Pablo. We've been through this. But he's not doing that. He's, he's writing Stuv. Early retirement for Stuv. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he's well or not, but uh, just just by the fact that he signs off. I don't know off. if he's well or not, but we're going to go for him anyway. <laughs> well, only for the Stuv bit. <laughs> so I went into the um, I went into the King's Head, and it's got to a point now where they've had a member of staff for so long now. Must be a record. Well, about a fortnight. That when I walk in, she says, "Oh, Pipe Madry, is it?" Yeah, oh. that's happening. That's never happened before. I don't think anyone's been there long enough. Right. I didn't have a pint of Madri because I'm, I'm not keen on that anymore. I have. I didn't have the heart why? to tell her. Why? I had a pint of Guinness instead. Why? why what, what's up with Madri? Yeah. Get off it. Yeah. Well, it's quite nice. It's a bit sweet. Oh. You know, got a bit of a palate. Anyway, yeah. in the King's Head, I saw a man with teeth that stuck out at 90 degrees almost from his top lip. Oh, did he? Yeah, that was a proper set of gnashes. I thought he had joke teeth in. But I didn't point and laugh like you might with somebody with joke teeth in. Because somebody's got a syndrome and you're making fun of them on the pod. Is that a syndrome? Probably. 
Okay, well, I'll take it back then. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it back. Very poor dental care. They were like tombstones. They stuck out horizontal from his face. It's the sort of teeth you'd expect to find in the king's head. It was just, I've never seen anything quite like it. (laughs) Oh. Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News. Sally called seagulls terrorised me so much I had to move. They left me blooded. Bloodthirsty seagulls are raining down terror on people in a picturesque British city with one poor resident so terrified he's had to move out for his health. Psycho seagulls are causing sleep deprivation to fed up residents and even stealing ducklings in a city plagued by attacks. One local, Gavin, warned the winged menaces are showing increasingly aggressive behaviour in the picturesque city of Bath. He said they wake him up at 3am and stop him from getting back to sleep. It's been impossible to escape sleep deprivation. I had a sandwich snatch from my hand, drawing blood. I have been hit on the head by a gull while walking, and I have witnessed a gull take ducklings from the canal. The city suffers particularly badly from the feathered thugs, as its old Georgian buildings provide perfect places for the birds to nest. However, this latest plague is affecting residents of the new Riverside housing development. The situation is so bad that Gavin, who moved to Riverside last year, was forced to... Seek refuge. ...with family and friends for the sake of his health, he said. My health and well-being have suffered from lack of sleep, anxiety and being unable to concentrate with windows open, even in the stifling heat of summer. Another Bath resident said... The noise started at dawn, which is 3 to 4 a.m. in the summer, and it is extremely disturbing and distressing. It prevents you from sleeping properly, which builds up over time to be a serious mental health hazard. City councillor June Player said... Natural England is protecting all the birds, but who's protecting the residents? She called for flat roofs to be banned and warned that the plague of gulls is causing distress and misery to residents. Councillor Tim Ball, Cabinet Member for Neighbourhood Services, said... Like all councils, we are limited in what we can do about goals. Natural England has very strict conditions about issuing licences for nest and egg removals because goals are a protected species by law. I can't do a Bath accent. Have you noticed? That was very good. Yeah. It was a very good Bath accent. Um, people oh. who moved to Bath... Two new housing developments. Uh, they've got a bit of money behind them. They've got to call it Bath. They're that posh, they'll say Bath, not Bath. Bath, Bath Crescent yeah. um, is one of the most expensive bits of real estate in the country. No, I, I, I think I've heard that. Yeah, Bath N- Crescent. Next to that place in Dorset, Some, Sandbanks. Somebody went on to Bath Crescent, beautiful bit of green area, and they drew a massive... Cock and balls on the grass with oh. <laughs> with with, uh, with weed killer. Give that man a medal. That's <laughs> what we like it, to hear. You could see it from outer space. Fantastic. Let's move on to opinion whores. Yeah. You've put jacket in, mate. <laughs> What's that, Pablo? Well, as part of the uh, wash up for the furore of uh, um, uh, w- women in comedy uh, being. Uh, uh, subject to predatory behaviour. But anyway, it's caused, caused a bit of a fury. Ferrari. Yeah, one of them. Like a Ferrari. Like a Ferrari? Like a Ferrari. Like one of those posh chocolates the uh, ambassador Ooh, gives you. You are spoiling us. With your Ferrari. <laughs> you are spoiling Russia. us with your equal rights for women. Yeah, well, this is it. Um, so I saw a post by a comedian, a very good comedian, uh, one that I've booked and I, I should be booking again. Um, but he had a bit of a rant, and I wanted to know what you thought about it. Oh, you want you want to get me uh, cancelled? <laughs> is that what you're saying? What do uh, I think I, about it? Um, talking about, well, I, I absolutely agree. Well, the first of it is really... More women should be booked in comedy, which is a good sentiment. If you think that not enough women are being booked in comedy, and it's also a good sentiment if you think that 
not enough women are booked in comedy in a way that's fair or equitable. Well, the title of it was Break Up the Boys Comedy Club or the Boys Club. Um, yeah. Friday, all male lineup. Saturday, all male lineup. Sunday, all male lineup. Monday, one female act on. And it went on to talk about how we can address that. And, and you know, he was talking about how he always puts on a female act, sometimes two. It, it was just this argument about why that is and how people do it and, and what the reasons were for and, and the excuses people give for why they don't book. Or, and at one point and, and he so said on. that you should pay more for, for for female comics. Yes, if if, if uh, you know if there's not enough of them, why don't you pay more? Well, if they're good enough, if they are as yeah, if they're good enough and um, of a standard as that, you would pay. Let's say one of the higher level male comics. Let's say yeah. who are who are headlining all the big clubs and you know doing sellout tours. Um, if if that's happening and that female act is willing to come down to Chedgrave. I'm happy to equal that, and I would have no hesitation. It just doesn't happen. I don't know. What uh, do you think the percentages of female comedians versus male comedians? I reckon it's, uh, it's probably 80-20, isn't it? Um, I know yeah. there's a list that's going out there. Um, it's a positive list this time, Pablo. Yeah. Um, it's a list of female comedians that's been c- compiled. Female comedians getting paid work on the circuit. And there's about 400 of them. Yeah. When you look at that list, you think, well, yeah, there, there is very little excuse for not booking more, uh, but they well, aren't coming this way. Yeah, well, when they are sending all way, not making excuses, but you know when you put an ad out uh, asking for comics, which you do, you sort of spread your net. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Three or four female acts, 60, 70, 80 male acts. Yeah, um, pretty much. We uh, talked about this before. And I, yeah. Yes, so I'd if, like if, to if do you, better. If you were going to put them in equally, in equal measures, you, you would be disproportionately not putting in the talent at the expense of trying to tick a box. What I didn't quite agree with on this at all is the idea of booking female acts that you've never seen. Like some promoters say, well, I, if I haven't seen them live, then oh. well, if I haven't seen an act live, I won't book it. I, I, I think that's probably a good way to work. Seeing them live is a really good gauge of whether you like them. It is, yeah. Uh, that's well, true. I, I mean, I will work to recommendations. You've recommended some acts to me and yep. uh, I, I, I value what you say. But you still go and at least have a look to see if it is yeah. a, uh, to your taste. Yeah, and sometimes you can get, come unstuck as well. I mean, I've, I've booked people on recommendations and I think, Christ. I mean, if you see somebody um, on a video, they're going to send you a video of their best... Night. And if you see somebody live, you might have seen it when all the worlds collided and they best had their best ever gig, you know. I mean, uh, I have seen a, a lineup with several women on it, and um, my takeaway from that particular gig, which is not true of all of them, they were sort of relatively new female acts, um, but there was a lot of similarities in the material that they were delivering. There was a lot of stuff about periods and washing up. Right. When you're in Chedgrave, it's very hard to get an act to just come out this far sometimes. Yeah, we said it before. If they don't have to. Yeah, female acts. But see, the thing is, with the comedy industry, it's inherently flawed when you want to attract women. It's flawed in so much that it involves working late at night in strange places, yeah. doing travelling in strange places as a lone female. There are some places that I feel vulnerable going as a lone male, you know. And, and if you go to these places as a, a lone female, I, you know, I can't see Mrs. Pablo getting in a car and driving around that that time of night into strange places. She just wouldn't do and it. And most of my gigs don't actually have a green room. They're in pubs, which just don't have facilities for that, yeah. which, which is problematic at times because it means that the acts have got to either uh, mix and mingle out in the bar and, and you know wait for it to quieten down or they'll wait in the room and then as people come through they'll go and find a space out in the empty bar in in a few years time what's going to be happening is there will be acts demanding that there are separate green rooms for male yeah. and female acts yeah. uh, i think that's you know there's there's a valid argument for it you get it in theaters but you won't get that sort of um, luxury in small venues what did you think of uh, Meryl O'Rourke's appearance on Newsnight? 
she um, came across very strong, I thought. You know, she spoke well and uh, she put some really good points out there. Well, that's what I would say. Whether she is the voice of the people, mm. um, but she was the voice they chose. Yeah. And she was. She mentioned the list that was going around or whether yeah. it actually existed at all. Um, which well, it does. It I've does, seen yeah. it. Yeah, for a for a um, non-initiated listener, about six seven years ago, maybe a bit longer, there was a list going round with a sort of red, uh, amber and green sort of list of comics and promoters that uh, some open spot had put together and circulated, saying, "Watch out for these dodgepots." But it was all all hearsay. And one or two of them, I know personally. Mm. I think they were on there because they had slightly what was now deemed in the modern era as a right wing opinion, and it ended up on this maybe a career or at least gig threatening list yeah so it's, it's, it's a bit mad but you might have promoters out there not booking female acts because there is this danger that you know acts that they've got on might upset them or you know they might do something or say something that might upset them i was once contacted by a female acts and said who have you got on the bill i want to make sure there's nobody on there that might upset me well there you go <laughs> you know what i mean it, it, i think that that is behavior which sets it back somewhat mm. if you're going to have to yeah be be careful i guess of who you're booking and yeah. and what happens if you've booked an act and they do have a problem with your headliner do you say well i'm sorry i can't have you on the bill then because i'm keeping my headliner or do you sack off the headliner because somebody's upset with them well thankfully it's never come to that no no, no it hasn't cuz i don't have that many <laughs> <laughs> you don't book any women, do you? Yeah. I do. <laughs> I'll have you know. I, I, I do book. I've, I've got some real favourites, and that's uh, yeah. I mean, what can you do? You know, there are acts that really do uh, deliver every time. Got Pam Ford. Got Mary Burke. Um, yeah. That's two of the main ones this season. There was part of me when I read uh, Jack's um, no doubt, no doubt, well-meaning post that just made me think: all I want to do is book funny acts. Mm. And make a turn a pound note from it, and have acts and audiences and venues leave happy. I really don't want to get dragged by the nose into the politics of it. I have somebody finger wagging me because of the last couple of gigs I didn't have a female on. I'm not in it for that. I mean, Pam's very good, and I, and I know I know a lot of women can identify with her. And because she's a little bit older, I think they're more likely to sort of look up to her as well. And they suit my audience yeah. as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, mine too as well. And there are a lot of acts which are not of that standard, and that's my preference, I guess. Yeah, I'm getting better. It's a minefield. I'd rather it wasn't there. As I said, I'd, I just want to. I just want to book an act, a, a lineup that works for the night. Yeah. And if sometimes that means the lineup isn't diverse enough, then that's gonna happen, and I won't feel any compunction about that. Whereas when but, I was booking for Cray Cray uh, at the Comedy Store. There's an abundance of female acts there because they're all in London and oh, and it's the store, of course, you know, and they're yeah, all yeah. going to they'll, they'll be queuing up. Bend, over, bend over backwards. But for it. Um, that's a much easier place to work in the cities. Should he be putting a quote of female acts on? And if your if your answer to that is yes, then by extension, you should be putting a quote of disabled acts on, quota of transgender acts on. A quota of ethnically diverse acts on. I don't know, a quota of gingers. I mean, where do you start? Well, mine right. always has a ginger on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got, so that, I'm, you've I'm, got that box ticks, I'm guy. winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah you. I, going back to it, though, he makes lots of points uh, that are valid. Yeah, you can't deny them. Um, I get the impression he might be going out with a female comedian. That's, that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. You can't disagree with all of the points he's making. No, you can't um, disagree with all the points and he's making. Maybe I don't want acts coming on talking about periods and washing up. So he can f- Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Well, thanks, Donald. I haven't heard much from Donald lately. No, he's been dodging chokey. Yes. um, You've put salad stuff on cooked breakfast. I'll tell you what, Kai, what a Sunday I had. Don't know how I managed to lose about seven and a half pounds this week, but on Sunday, me and Mrs. Pablo started the day by going to Cafe Thirty Three in Norwich in the Chapelfield Gardens, 
and we had a lovely cooked breakfast. It was lovely, aside from the fact, and I've noticed this happening more and more whenever you go to a place that fancies itself a little bit, they drape a little bit of green stuff over your full English. What? What the fuck is that about? What sort of green stuff? Like lettuce? It wasn't lettuce, it was like stringy. What could that be? Like stringy green stuff. It's unnecessary. Like curly kale or something? No. Stringy green stuff. Like cress, but not watercress. Oh, cress. That's not even... That that has it's no just, nutritional just value. Just get in the way. Yeah. String, stringy and horrible. Like, it, it, it looked nice. If you're going to take a photograph of it, you go, oh, look at that. It looks like it's got a hat on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's put a... Like, made it look slightly posher. But what a pile of wank. You don't want green stuff on your full English. No. That's not what you sign up for. You can give my arteries a hard, hardening. If I wanted green stuff, I wouldn't be there picking the big bastard boy's bumper breakfast or whatever they call it. Do you know when you pick the the biggest one on the menu and they give it a wacky name? Yeah. Make you feel a little bit ashamed that you yeah, picked it. The big boy. Yeah, the yeah, the big all day big boy. The big bastard butcher boy's yeah. Bollocking big breakfast. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the, usually an alliteration, <laughs> isn't it? Big but, banger, <laughs> bollocky breakfast, it, bacon. Yeah, exactly. And it comes out, and it is massive, with a little bit of fucking green stuff on it. Oh, mate, they're one step away from serving it on a slate. Ah, oh, no. No, I'm going to get fucking it round the back of the head with the fucking slate. Get in the... Yeah, get in the fucking bin. There we go. Nice. <laughs> I've put... Greater angrier train pricks. <laughs> Have you been getting on the train with the uh, with the with the normal people again, Kai? I went on public transport. Um, I highly recommend it sometimes. And the train was an hour late leaving, over an hour late leaving Norwich. All right. Why you said you had a seamless journey at the time? Well, apart from that, yeah, I said somebody some we had uh, you know one under, didn't we, on the on the um, on the line in Dis. Oh yeah, Some, yeah. Somebody <laughs> tried to top themselves. Yeah. So yeah. So they had one under, and it was over an hour late, right? And before I'd even got there to London, they'd already texted me saying, "Oh, you can get compensation. You can get delay money back. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you were um, sort this out." So I'm thinking, "Great, I'll do that." Anyway, carried on my journey with this thing going, well, I can claim back. It's something like 40%. It's like 20-odd quid, something like that. Tried to apply for it, right? And when I got to Bristol, the machine took my ticket. You know, you put it in and it doesn't give it back because you're at the end of your journey. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yep, so... You've lost your evidence. Well, you apply for it and they've got the number. Yeah, they've got the number that you booked it with and it gave it to you from the machine and you've got this number which is your case number and all of that and then they say oh just send us a picture of your ticket Uh and I haven't got a ticket it was a paper ticket I got out for the machine so I sent what I had and then they sent back saying oh in 30 days we're going to cancel this case if you don't send us your ticket which you've given them already to get out of the fucking place. Which I've given them to get out of the place, yeah. And so it goes round in circles. It's like a Kafka-esque nightmare, you know? You're there, me against the man. And uh, so I gave them the receipt bit. And they go, no, this isn't good enough. And so what I've done is I, I did a little graphic thing, a picture, which was about the size of a ticket, maybe. Yeah. And on it I wrote, I can't give you my ticket because the machine took it. And you have given me no way of telling you this. And I can't get through on the phone because it's impossible. So you're, you're now going to close the case. Help me out here. And it's just written on this like ticket-shaped thing. And I put that into my account. They're going to shut it in about seven days if they don't read it and give me my money. They can give me my money. They've got anyway. Greater, angrier train pricks. They're making it impossible. You, you call it a Kafka-esque nightmare. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, um, and it doesn't sound that harrowing, if I'm being honest. And it's in context of a train being delayed because no, somebody not. was having a bad day and topped themselves or tried to top themselves. They, Either way, they were in a dark place. And there's you. <laughs> yeah. With your 20 quid. Yeah. Three weeks later, you're still... 
Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Three or no, more than three weeks later, God, and I'm trying, God. and I'm going round in circles, and it's like, yes, but you've got my ticket. It's in the machine. They took it away, and you oh, don't mate. have the evidence. But do you know what really winds me up? Yeah, go on. That the message that they send to me going oh you must do this or we're going to cancel it is a no reply email address so you can't even go oh yeah but yeah and once they put a no reply on it you're screwed there's no you're not going to get back in i I like to agree with you on some of these things but purely because you prefaced all of this with one under with with one (laughs) under and just skip past it like now he was all right though after oh was he well i don't don't know he went to hospital So I haven't, I haven't done the follow-up. Either way, he was having a worse day than you, right? Then, but now I've got this situation. Oh, now you're thinking of going one one under no, yourself. No, no, no. Don't do it, Kai. I would just it's only see, 20 quid. Well, it is only 20 quid, but it's the principle of the... Don't offer it to me, but then get, make it impossible for me to claim. So it is a life hack, then. If you're on a train... Drive. <laughs> no, take a picture of your tickets Yes. before you give them away. Thank you, Pablo. Yeah. you got... A, Thank the lucky stars you didn't have a bad day like he did. I mean, if if you had a full English on that train and they gave you green stuff, I'd be with you. Yes. Okay. Um, so were we not putting it in the fucking bin? Greater Angria, I put. Yeah. Um, train you, pricks. You, you could stick it in if you want, but do you realise... Whereas... Do you realise how churlish you look in context of the bloke committing stop suicide? Stop talking about him, you know. <laughs> it's his not like, his it's problems about me. aren't my problems. It's about me. It's all about me. The final one um, is ale fire and damnation. It's, it's people that whinge about not having barrels of ale on at their local establishment... And then when they've got a bigger selection than they could ever wish for, drink lager. I think that should go in the fucking bin. I think that's absolutely prime for hellfire and damnation. Don't you agree? Obviously not. I mean, I can see which way your bread's buttered. Um, And if only you could see which way your bread was buttered, you wouldn't be courting the competition as sponsors. Let's plug our gigs, Pablo. I've got October the 5th and 6th and 7th. Um, Adam Bloom and Mary Burke. Oh, yes. I've I've just booked Mary as well. You have? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On on your recommendation, and I watched her Comedy Unleashed thing. Piss funny. She's good. She's very good, yeah. And she'll she connects with the audience. She I mean my audience in Chedgrave are gonna love her. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, Mary Burke, a female act, I might add. Is that an October? That's fifty percent. Adam Bloom, that's fifty percent a female on that lineup. That's not far away. I'm gonna be in Benadol. And she's on the sixth as well in Still gonna be in Benadol. Yep, yeah, so that's a hundred percent female openers. Uh I'm <laughs> that a Jack. Yeah, yeah, Jack. Uh, November the second and third I've got Eddie Brimson and Pam Ford. Oh, hang on, there's a female act there. Oh yeah. And then from December right through to April next year, all blokes. Oh, there you go. I mean, it, well, it, just, yeah. it, it draws the percentages What's down a dodgepot? <laughs> he said something inappropriate to me. He left the toilet door open. <laughs> Etc. You've got December. Yeah, December. Oh, for, um, yeah, there's no point in... I bet you're glad I'm, I'm not flogging Troy Hawk again. This no, week. no, because Troy... by the time the listeners listen to this, it, it, it probably would have happened. It will happen, won't it? It's this Unless week, you're a Patreon, you might get it a bit yeah. before. Yeah, but it worked flogging it because it's <laughs> sold out both venues. So it's brilliant, mate. Yeah. 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 So if if you could kindly go to the WCB comedy page um, and have a look, there'll be Arthur Smith up there, and on with a, a female act, uh, Charmian Hughes. Really? Yes. Currently, it's fifty percent each on that, so I've got to book the. Rest of the line. So three gigs, three female acts. Yeah. High five, Pablo. Oh. High five. You're getting that image again of us in the bath. <laughs> yeah, pass the soap. Yeah, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Stay down your end. <laughs> Ginger flaps. <laughs> and finally, we move on to. Well, 
contrition. And you've got an apology to make to Simon Peck at the White Horse for all of that inconvenience of him having to go out, carry the barrels, and then you coming back and drinking the San Miguel. He's got, to put, a, he's got to put the barrels on anyway. Do the right thing. I, I will apologise where you think I've maligned your efforts and business, but I, I, please know, Simon, I've had nothing but love and respect for your operation. And the same for all of the other businesses in the area. What a beautiful, beautiful way to end this podcast, Pablo. Unless you give me green bits with me um, full English. Yeah. Let's draw this one to a close, episode 41 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. If you would like to become a patron of the pod, if you've enjoyed it, then please go to patreon.com forward slash promoter mouse. It's four quid. There'll be extra material, we promise. Um, there will be a, a um, an episode on the Patreon, which is going to be recorded remotely. Oh, we're doing this, From Benidorm yeah, to, we'll do that. to, to, uh, to Loddon. Yeah. Yep, and on your stag do, you're going to find 15 minutes to to uh, at some point we'll, yeah, we'll try and it. coordinate that and I'll record it from here let's do it man yeah and I don't know what state you'll be in yeah depends what time of day you're going to do we might even have fair. a word from the sta- a couple of the stags to see just how things are going down might even get Keir Starmer on oh that would be good uh, so let's wind this one down thank you Pablo thank you Kai that was uh, most enjoyable it was most enjoyable I'll go and cut some of that slander out <laughs> see you next time See you later. Bye-bye. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.